0: And boom, we're live. Ooh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> you Sorry about you that, got of us.
1: I know. <laughs> Not nah, <I'm> so lucky. <laughs>
0: so I wait a, minute, wait a minute before we start in today's news stories. Uh, you know what I mean? Wait a minute. You look like you're in a different place. I am.
1: I am. We moved to New Mexico, in i We're in Las Cruces, New Mexico now in our temporary digs while our house is being built. So
0: this whole idea, everybody's, everybody's building a house. I'm, I'm, I'm like still buying old houses and rebuilding them. You guys are all (laughs) building houses. I'm buying old stuff and rebuilding it.
1: No, sometimes I think it's better just to build a house instead of rebuild a new, uh, rebuild an old house because you got to deal with plumbing and all the other stuff. So new house built, done.
0: Well, my idea of redoing an old house though is gutting it <laughs> and replacing everything that can go wrong. So then after three years, all right, you get rid of it. Cause all the warranties expired. Like, you know, my That's current place, money, uh, we've been Isn't in three years now. All right. And after three years, the warranties are starting to expire on our stuff. So it's like, okay, maybe it's time to go build another house.
1: <laughs> all I can say is it's beautiful here. Is People it? have never come to New Mexico. They just don't know what they're missing. I'm just saying. Just
0: think about how much more beautiful it would be if you were in Texas. Just mm. saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I'm an hour closer to you, so I don't have to get up this early to do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're you're an you're hour timeline zone. But, all right, you you realize now, though, you are further away in distance than me.
1: Yeah.
0: Because oh, right. I could fly, listen to this. No, no, I can fly to L.A., which I would. I would almost always fly to L.A. I would never drive, but I would hardly ever fly to Las Cruces. I would drive. So now it is a 12-hour drive to get you as opposed to a two-hour flight to come see you.
1: Uh, yeah, but the flight's not that far, is it?
0: The problem is, is I'm not flying to places like in Texas. Like, where, like this is the thing we're learning with Gwen She this week has been doing the past two weeks have been doing Houston and the cost to fly to Houston while the cost of the flights, you know, a little bit more, the cost of a -a rent-a-car right now is outrageous. And she's like, screw this. All right. It'll cost me an hour more time to drive there and I'll have my own car and I'll save upwards of $700 for three days of a -a rent-a-car. I get it. Yeah. This is outrageous what they're doing. It's like that's the same thing. If I'm coming to I'm coming to El Paso, I'm driving out there. It's a one-day drive, but um, you know, I would rather have my own car when I get there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, and that's the closest airport to us, is El Paso.
0: El, I know it is. Uh I know I I know I know the town you are in, believe it or not. I have stayed there so much that it's like another home to me. Huh? I'm able to tell you things that in, are in that town.
1: Well, you can, uh, uh, well, hopefully I'll be able to tell things that are in this town that you haven't seen. Hopefully. We'll see.
0: We'll see. We'll see.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: (laughs) But where you are, you drive up and over the mountain, uh, over the mountain uh, and go to um, uh, the White Sands. Oh, yeah. I've been to the White Sands a ton of times. All right. Um, You know, uh, you know, from where you're at, you're about an hour our hour and a half drive to Ruedoso, another yep. beautiful little town. Is it uh,
1: Ruidoso or Rudoso?
0: Ruedoso. Ruedoso. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because right. a lot of people say the name very differently, so it's hard now, to decide. Now, now the, the,
0: the town just past uh, uh, the White Sands, I don't know what you call that, Alma Gordo or whatever, all right, avoid that place like the plague. Those people are <laughs> rude, crude, and obnoxious. <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding. I went there one time and I was trying, like the first time I ever came through back in the early 2009, 2010, they used to do, uh, they used to do like missile testing on yeah. the far side of the white sands. Well, they would shut that highway down if they were, and like, there was everything I did. I mean, it was, I was everything I did to put a route through there said, warning, this route may be shut down and they would route me all the way down and around it. And I'm ah. like, whoa. So I stop when I get to the town, I stop and I'm asking people. And I like I go to ask four people, what do you want? Get away from me. <laughs> like I'm just trying to figure something out. Like, I, I go into a gas station. <laughs> hey man, can you help me out with some directions here? Why? Get out of town. We don't want <laughs> you here. Like move away. Yeah, yeah move. Like they're okay. they're like, they're worse than Clint Eastwood in that movie. <laughs> all right, you know, like get off my lawn.
1: <laughs> i'll have to remember that
0: <laughs> but go through that town right and you go up the uh, i think it's the one route takes you up towards rio doso and will actually will take you uh beautiful winding roads all the way up to um to uh to where the where the the the, the ufo area well, um
1: oh roswell
0: roswell right mm-hmm. or all right when i usually come through there on the motorcycle i've gone up and over the hill up to um to the top of the mountain, and I can't think of the name of the town now. And uh like I, I've gone there in in, in like April, March, and it was snowing on top of the mountain down there. uh I can't think of the name of the freaking mountain it's a town. It's well, another. I know
1: there's also there's uh Cloudcroft, which Cloud is Cloud right that's before, it, that's the name of the
0: town. Yeah, Cloudcroft Croft, is
1: which is right before Reducio.
0: Actually, Cloudcroft is south of Riodoso, they're on the same mountain, same mountain, yes, All yeah. Right. Well, when,
1: when you go from here and you go into the road, you hit Cloudcroft first, and then you go into Ruidoso
0: Mm-mm.
1: from where we're at.
0: No, there's two different – there's a place in almagardo in that you split to the road, and you take one way to go to Ruidoso. Oh, really? Yeah, one way to go to Cloudcroft. Okay. Because yeah. it's uh, the way you're going to go is up to the mountain on Cloudcroft, all right, and then the mountain roads across there, all right, yeah, I would worry about the hillbillies I ran into up there. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're talking, you're talking long live, relatives the near, who live near. up there and they're still shooting the guns. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Near,
1: near, 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 yeah. near. It's very like a pig,
0: boy. It's very like a pig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. It's an interesting, it's interesting, but it's, you, know, you get up to those mountains the West are, are the, the, the New Mexico mountains are beautiful. Actually, um. The western side of New Mexico, the mountains going into Arizona. Again, I'm, I'm on the motorcycle. I've gone through roads up there, that um, yeah, you couldn't get a, you couldn't get a signal on your phone, yeah, for miles, okay. right? And I actually no, was okay. at a, I was at a pull off area up there on one of those mountains one time, and you literally can hear the other motorcycles coming up the mountain for miles, wow. like 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 this whining for, and it's like it was 30 minutes before they got to me. That's how far because you're like literally on top of this mountain, you look down. And it, so it echoes, is that
1: what it is? It's echoing huh? every,
0: Huh. it,
1: so it echoes all the sounds. So that's why you can hear. No, the well, no,
0: you just can hear the sound coming up. Yeah. Got right. it. I um, can't yeah.
1: wait. I can't wait to investigate all of the places out here. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. And like yeah, we were the, talking uh, earlier, uh, up the street from us is a park. I did a video on it and I'm going to be posting it on the Veterans Memorial Park.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a Been nice there. park.
0: Yeah, I've been to it.
1: <laughs> I'm in, I'm just I'm having so much. My favorite,
0: fun. yeah. My favorite Starbucks is the one. Uh, I love the one by the um by the university. Oh, okay. All right. And that one by the university, there's a pizza place. I don't know if it's still open. There's a pizza place next to it that I used to love to go to as well.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know there's a place out here that's just up the street from us called Caliche's. Yeah. Caliche's. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh frozen custard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. So so
0: good. In Las Cruces, New Mexico. So, oh, anyway, so good. Let me get our banners rolling here because you know we've got all this stuff here. You know, our websites. Oh, I meant to change the way the look was today. I'm sorry. I didn't do oh, that. Oh, that's
1: all right.
0: No, I meant to change You're it. Too. Working I, wanted to too. I wanted to be bubble today. So basically I come up with bubble.
1: Oh, there we go. So, we got bubbles. We've got, bubble. got bubbles. <laughs> bubble.
0: <laughs> we've got bubbles. <laughs> you know, um Anyway, and we our, a lot our, to talk our, about. Our, today. Our, 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 we are broadcasting live on our YouTube channel now.
1: Yay! We're broadcasting
0: live on our Facebook page now.
1: Yay! Yep,
0: yep, yep. So, uh, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to our YouTube channel so that we may be able to get uh get a custom domain name for it. So, yes,
1: awesome. Yes, please subscribe. We'll need subscribe. another
0: like sixty some subscribers to get that.
1: Almost, almost. We'll We're get there. almost there. We'll get there. Yeah. So And the website is coming. The website is coming.
0: <laughs> yes, because I've got like temporary websites up for this and I got temporary websites up for my other new podcast that I started on Monday nights uh, with Gladys. And I just got with her, I just got a YouTube channel. I was just finally able to get the YouTube channel and I'm still trying to get subscribers to put on that one. Um, she got us an Instagram channel. So I was like, because oh. some of the stuff we do there, Instagram fits well for that subject because of what we're doing. So, yeah.
1: Very cool. Yeah. Yay. You're just a Mr. Podcast.
0: I know genius. I'm getting to the point where I'm going to do more and more podcasts, less and less speaking and just, just do my own thing. Well, well and
1: her. and you're teaching people how to just set up podcasts and and get, get them going as well. I mean-
0: I'm teaching people how to set up repurposed content. So you know what I mean? Everything you do is got to have more than one purpose to it. Yep. And it's got to be in more than one place. And you've got to have a system down to make it all work together. And if you don't, you're working against yourself.
1: I agree. I agree. And a lot of us do work against ourselves. Not intentionally, but <laughs> unfortunately we do. <laughs>
0: um, so on my regular podcast this week, I got, um, I I had, I interviewed a girl yesterday and she's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. I realized realized, like we, we know people in common. She's younger than my daughter. Doesn't know my daughter, but we know people we have, we have people we know together. And it's interesting that some of the people we know in Philadelphia, but around the world. Right. And it's a unique oh, thing wow. she found me. And she goes, she, she, as soon as she found the podcast, she's like, she started listening to my podcast on the radio, uh, on her like trips and stuff like that. And she's like, I've been waiting on this podcast. Cause she's like one of the unique things you're, 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 you got a unique podcast. You're everywhere. And I'm like, I know, I'm just sloughing around and making it work. <laughs> I long. love
1: podcasting. I love podcasting because yeah. for those people that know me, I like to talk. So I have no problems with podcasting. <laughs>
0: I know. Well, no, you think about it. You know what I mean? You love to talk. You love to do do things. That's why, uh, like, I'm partnering with you. And everybody's like, you know what I mean? Well, you don't seem to run these stories. No, this podcast, basically, it's you leading the podcast. I just do all the details behind it. I do the same thing with Gladys. She does most of the work and most of the talking. I just do the technical stuff and add my comments. (laughs) I love it. Oh, well no! I have perfect. to food. I have to prep food for hers. I she she plans the drink. I plan the food match. Oh, so.
1: that sounds like fun! It is. Fun. I, have to, I will. I will. It's on Mondays.
0: It's on Monday nights.
1: Monday nights. Six thirty okay.
0: my time. Five thirty your time. Woohoo! <laughs> Isn't it nice? I I actually know know how I know your time zone so well. I've been there so much. I know your time zone. I love
1: it. I don't have to get up as early now because most people that I deal with in Texas or the East Coast, I'd have to get up the crack of dawn to do some of these meetings. And now, I I get an hour of sleep. (laughs) It's great.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. I love it. No, no, no. For me, because I wasn't always doing like I had set times to do things, And, and and for me, it was when I went to the West Coast. I got to stay up later because I got all my stuff, all my stuff is scheduled out here on a certain time. So it's like everybody's like, well, you got to get up earlier. No, I don't because I don't schedule anything before 10 a.m. my time. Period. (laughs) No, no, period. Nothing is scheduled before 10 a.m. my time. Maybe a doctor's appointment. All right. Or going to a networking function. But no, there's nothing on my calendar. You can't schedule on my calendar before 10 a.m. That's 8 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Now, the advantage to that is if I go to LA, Soonest I could have an appointment is 8 a.m. I don't have to get up and do a 5 a.m. because somebody in New York wants to talk to me. I don't talk to New York people anyway.
1: Torture. Torture, torture, torture. I'm just saying, torture. (laughs) (laughs) torture. I don't talk
0: to New York people anyway, but however, Craig's mom's in New York and she still talks to me. So anyway.
1: As you notice, the backgrounds in both of our videos here is Tim's got. The, he's, he's got this nice, cute little tree and he's got all this cool stuff. And mine is just white. And that's just because it's temporary. Trust me, temporary.
0: <laughs> okay. My background though. All right. This, well, I mean, I, I, my lighting's back here year round, but my tree, I put the tree up there uh, even though it blocks one of the things that are on my thing for a reason. Cause I want the tree in my, that tree there was one that I got from my mom. That's one of those, uh, ceramic things that they did as kits back in the 1960s and seventies. And it's one that my mom had through the years and she had a green one and a white one. I wanted them both, but my cousin Stacy got dibs on one of them. I got one and basically she gave it to me when she moved here. So I'm like, I got the tree.
1: Well, believe it or not, my grandma made one, mm-hmm. and that's the tree we have in our apartment right now because it's temporary, but it's the one tree that we've got up, and it's like three pieces, one, two, three. There's like top, middle, and the bottom.
0: That's what my Can trees are. You know, I, I have a tree the just the other side of the desk here, all right? I have a small tree on top of the shelf, and then the tree to the other side of the desk, that's our, 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 our main trees, and we have one upstairs, one downstairs. Cool. So, and then we have one in the bedroom, we have uh, two at the front porch, and one in the kitchen.
1: I can't wait. I yeah,
0: can't we wait. Are, we are. Have- we are. Yeah, I have a Christmas thing, and it's like all day Saturday. I spent setting it all up.
1: I can't wait. That's all I can say is I can't wait. I love Christmas, but it's it's a little um, it's different when you're in temporary quarters.
0: <laughs> but wait a minute. But are you moving out before Christmas? Nope. I see, I would have decorated it up for Christmas just to blow everybody's mind to make everybody go, Well, I can't wait till we'll see what they do next year. Oh, we won't mm. be living here next year. You're gonna have to come No, to
1: no. We wanted <laughs> to make it very minimal, very minimal. Most of our stuff is in storage right now. And we have just a few things in this apartment. And and we got this apartment sight unseen because I I mean, and and I can't complain. It's a very nice apartment. Two bedroom, two bath, one thousand ninety-one square feet. And okay, California, this is going to knock your socks off for $975 a month. Just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) That's what an apartment should be, not (laughs) $3,000. I have
0: have more square footage than you, all right? And my mortgage mortgage payment is far less than that.
1: I'm sure you do. Our mortgage payment will be far less than that when the house is done. So trust me, I can't wait. I can't
0: wait.
1: Yeah, You will see more. I promise you will see more. So well, I've got a, will... a wealth of information here about Christmas and that type of thing. I know. Let's, the, let's, let's, this start, let's start
0: with all this this news stuff you have. All right. And, uh, and I'll make my comments throughout it.
1: <laughs> so here's what I found out, which I thought was really interesting. And, and we know this going forward that more people are going to be buying online. But I thought this was interesting because millennials now, they're They're getting older, they're having kids. And they said their statistics said that 46% of millennials that are parents of kids that are under 18 are willing to take on debt to gift shop. To gift shop for their kids, they're willing to take on that debt. I but, thought that was... But,
0: but there, there's nothing new to that. Our generation has been doing that for freaking 30 years. I,
1: I know, but I just, I don't know. I just thought the millennials would be different because of how they manage money and so forth. So that kind of astounded me. I just didn't think of it that.
0: Believe it or not, that does not shock me. I, I figured that's just, they, they're they just, to me, if you came back and said, uh, you, you come back and told me that the Christmas holidays, the millennials went 0% in debt with their kids, that would shock me. It's something about once we get kids, we're like, okay, we want to do everything we make for the kids. But I mean, I remember growing up, my parents didn't go in debt for it, but we also didn't get new Xboxes every year too. So
1: No, no. My parents didn't go into debt. They got, they had a budget. They budgeted for this amount for Christmas and that was the budget. That was it. They didn't buy anything more, anything uh, different. It was just, they had a budget to go by and that's what they went with. And nowadays, it's just, well, just put it on the card. We'll pay for it by the end of next year. And then we'll start all over again.
0: But I don't know. But no, all right. Uh, I've learned to manage debt now that I'm older. All right. And there's a lot more deals that you can get with credit cards where you basically can buy stuff. Um, and I've done this a couple of times where basically I get two years 0% interest. Well, I can pay cash for it, but if I'm not going to pay interest on that money and I can pay it out over two years, I'm going to put that money in my bank account. I may collect one. 10th of one tenth 10th of one 10th per- yeah, yeah. onto it, but I'm not paying interest on borrowing that money. So That's I'm going to do that. But then there's the other thing with credit cards that I am now learning is uh, like everything I buy, you know, I buy it on my Southwest card and I get Southwest points. I'm trying to get a, the two things that I use for travel Marriott and Southwest airlines. So I'm trying to get a Marriott one as well. So basically I buy everything on Marriott card. I get Marriott points to get free stays in my hotel. You know, and that's, that may be something that the millennials are doing with their credit cards, realizing, wait a minute, if I buy this on my Capital One card, I get so many points towards taking a flight to Hawaii this year.
1: Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. I mean, I didn't think about it in that respect, but that makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. But I mean, and, and, but if you think about it too, and in regards to the gift giving and, and so forth. As businesses, too, I mean, this is really great for retail businesses, but also as entrepreneurs, we look at this time of year a different way, I think, than spending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think we look at it as a way of it, it's the, the time we start to take on our goals for the following year. And I can't believe that we're almost going into 2022. Everybody kept saying, I can't wait for 2021 to end. And here it is. It's almost done. And now we're going to be going into 2022. And so with December, I think what really brings that for business owners is that we're behind the scenes looking at our goals for 2022. Budgeting, staffing, looking at possibly bringing on staff if we don't have any presently. Marketing goals, what we plan on doing for the following year to get this many clients. And so on and so forth. Where I know a lot of people are out shopping and Christmas shopping, but as business owners, this is kind of what we're going through in mm-hmm. our head: is we're planning, we're planning for the next year. We're oh, well, next
0: Wait a minute. How much planning are you doing? Like, how much? Wait a How much time do you spend in the month of December planning out your next year?
1: Actually, I've been. I've got two weeks in the calendar where I've been going each evening and sitting down and planning my marketing plan, my marketing strategy, um, budgetary staffing, if, and what is that going to look like, and the whole works. Because I didn't used to do that when I first started my business. And I think it
0: you, personally, I you think do it, way too much in depth stuff. I, I,
1: I have to because I, I clean out my emails. I get everything ready for the, because as soon as January hits, it hits hard. People are ready to go. They're ready to get things going. And for me, it hits hard. So I want to make sure that I'm prepared and I've got everything in place. Even if I need to put in new systems, whatever the case may be. Personally, I'm planning.
0: I don't. I don't sit and plan out the next year. Truthfully, I don't. I. I. I used to sit that. Uh, I used to sit down every year in December, write down goals for the next year, write down plans. Uh, now, I will sit down in 15 minutes and go. Okay, this is what I'm doing next year. In January, it changes, so I adjust it. But yeah. I don't spend hours of my December planning out next year when I know come to come to January 15th. It's everything that I spent hours doing, ninety percent of it gets thrown in the trash. Okay, Plan B. <laughs> so I give a general idea. All right, I mean, some this is two different business thoughts. Yes. I give a general idea, and then as the year unfolds, I go that general idea. I'll I'll waver it back and forth to to maneuver because that I used to do that. I, I did. I used to put the everything in cement, and literally, I can tell you how many years the idea by February 1st got thrown in the trash because I had to move on to plan b it didn't work
1: yeah but I mean if you're sitting down and you're going through I mean I realize things change as the year goes through but to me I just want that structure up front just so that I know exactly where I'm headed mm-hmm. and and then that and I know it changes but to me it it kind of makes me feel better it makes me feel like I got a warm comfy blanket around me when right. I've got that planned whether it moves forward or not, at least it makes me feel better <laughs> and I have well,
0: a plan. But yeah. That's that's it. I'm like a more lackadaisical person when it comes to my business. All right. I'm not set in concrete anymore.
1: Well, mine's not yeah. set in concrete either, but yeah. at least I have, if, if I'm one of those people that if I don't have a plan in place for anything, it it makes me nervous. I need to know, okay, like even planning this trip. Where are we going to be stopping for gas? Where? How long is the trip going to take? If it takes longer than what we anticipate, what do we have to worry about? And the, I mean, all of these, and when we were then, wait,
0: Is this you guys' first long road trip? I'm curious. Yes. Okay, yeah, my first road, this is the difference. This is me on the motorcycle. My first one, I'm looking on to find out where every gas station is, because I'm like, oh, I get 200 miles, ride. By the, by the 17th trip I've taken from here on the motorcycle to drive to Phoenix, Arizona, all right, I literally start packing the bike at 10 o'clock in the morning. At 11.15, I'm on the bike. What did you do the day before? Nothing. 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Okay, I know I'm going today. Let me pack the bike and boat, hop on the bike and go. I literally never stop to go. Well, which gas station might stop? I don't.
1: Well, it wasn't the gas station. It was the city. Okay. So we know that we have this much gas. So this city is, we're going to stop. Well, we had a convoy going, we had a 26 foot truck that had all of our stuff on it. Then I was following with the dogs in the car. And then we had another friend following too, to help us move this. And then a friend that was helping my husband drive the big U-Haul truck. So we had this convoy. So we knew that we, I wanted to make sure it was planned out, so then that way, okay, how much gas do? you, Okay, so we're gonna stop in and get gas. Okay, we're so gonna your stop Your friend in. though, did
0: they drive back in the car they brought.
1: Um, yes, our one friend did oh. drive back, and it took him a lot less time. But he drove to Blythe, stayed the night, and then he drove because it it took us nineteen hours to get here because the two lane freeway that that goes right out of Tucson. Mm-hmm was packed with 18 wheelers trying to get all of the all of the supplying chain is now on the move
0: mm-hmm. and it was
1: all on that road two-lane highway what two-lane got,
0: highway did you take out of tucson
1: t- the 10.
0: i would have taken i, I was like i-10 through tucson's like six lanes
1: no, we went through Tucson, but it was the one out of Tucson, and it goes into a two-lane highway. So, it's two lanes going this way and two four-lane lanes highway, the other yeah. way.
0: Or, okay, that's a four-lane highway. Yeah, but that. it's
1: broken up. And yeah. so, you've got 18-wheelers passing 18-wheelers, which slows everything down. And it was 18-wheelers as far as the eye could see. Mm-hmm. It was – and so – the supply and demand—they're getting the supply out there. Trust me, I saw them. They're on the road. So if you're afraid you're not going to get the stuff, it's coming. <laughs> I saw them on their own. It's coming. I'm just saying. We passed all of them.
0: Uh, no. Anyway, uh, but we we're talking about debt. All right. What was the next subject you want to go into? Well, I know, we we're going to. We're going about- hi- to hi- I guess today we're going to highlight some of the stuff. We're probably not going in, in depth into it because we really. Yeah. No, it's just
1: highlighting things. And the other one too is a lot of times during this time of year, a a lot of business owners are, they have clients that haven't paid or they've got debt that hasn't been (laughs) collected. And what I thought was interesting, and I just read it in the news is that now collection agencies are allowed to contact you through text messaging and social media. Oh, really? No, no before. And now they're allowed to because they've had such a hard time collecting on debt by just doing phone calls and so forth, because people don't Nobody answer answers their
0: phone calls. Nobody anymore. Nobody
1: answers their phone. Yeah. So now they've been allowed to text message you and contact you through social media regarding debt that you owe.
0: OK, here's well, social media. All right. Can they post on my on my Facebook wall?
1: No, they cannot post on your Facebook wall, but they can message you in the background through Facebook. They can message you through LinkedIn. So they can do that in the background, but they cannot post it. Mean, you
0: mean the other messenger services that I ignore when I don't know who you are?
1: <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
0: laughs> yep, that's about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Uh, you know, because the second I look at it, I go, well, I don't know who this guy is. Delete. Yeah. Yep.
1: But that's about it. But I thought that was interesting because I mean, if you think about it, if you're collecting on a dad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it makes sense. It well, no, no. So I, I,
0: I sold one of my rental properties in November, right? And I uh, we had because we, there was no comps in that area. We listed it on I listed it on Zillow before I got my agent to actually do something. And then I basically, when my agent was like, oh, goofing off," I called another agent, and they basically were helping me. And they said, "Get it off of Zillow right away." So I took it down off of Zillow. All right. I still got a text. I mean, I sold this thing on the 17th of November was my close date and gone. I got a text yesterday from an agent. Hey, is your is your property still available? All right. And if not, uh, when can we talk to, to, actually talk about how I can help you get rid of that property? Like it's sold. Let's count this. One, two, two weeks ago was my closing. And I'm still getting text messages from people who are going, wow, I, I can help you sell that. Oh, so, we,
1: our house sold on November 18th and yeah. we're still getting mail uh, as it's being forwarded about our home and how they can help us sell the house.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I was, I was talking about because of the fact that you said the text meant they can text message you now. It's like they get my information and they text message you to try to get you to take yeah. on their service. And, and, um, I, you know, Casey Everhart, right? Yep. So Casey Everhart said this years ago, he said, he he explained how the newer generations they deal with text before they're going to make a phone call, and I get it. I would rather text you to make sure. I think you and I. I texted you last night instead of calling you. Yeah. Right. Um, because I don't know where you're at, and you know, rather than have to believe the hi, Katrina, it's Tim calling. You know what I mean? No, I just I call me back. You. Yeah. You you answer me when you get a chance, right? Yeah. Well, that text messaging idea, Casey said that years ago and he said to all to all the grandparents, you want to actually communicate with your grandkids, send them a text. Yeah. And said, and he did. He'd have people in the room send a text. And all of a sudden, you'd watch the, the, the room with all the older grandparents in the room. Ding, 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 ding. And they're all excited. Why? Because they're grandkids. That's how they communicate. Yeah. And immediately, all of the grandparents wanted to grab the phone, quick, go outside and call them. And Casey's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. They want to talk on text.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it is only that that to me, that's the only way you're going to communicate with this new generation if they don't pay their bills is texting. Because let's face it, after the third time you call, they've marked your phone call not to take the phone call. Yep.
1: Yeah. Or they block it. They block it. Yeah.
0: It's the only way. So, you know, first of all, to avoid this whole process, don't run up a debt you can't pay to begin with. Just saying.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, going into our next content here, yeah. it kind of ties in to what you were talking about in regards to millennials, and that is sending out holiday cards. I mean, it used to be where people—I would get so many holiday you're, cards. I get a holiday card for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. But but here's the question, though. I know that I know that with a lot of people, they go through text messaging, and a lot of people send emails and greetings. In regards to text message, I just want to wish everybody happy holiday, blah, blah, blah. So let me ask you this, though. And I know it depends on your age and generation you're with. Would you rather get a text stating happy holidays from KVA Virtual Library or KG Website Design or whatever, or would you rather get a card that's a personalized card in the mail saying that your business really means a lot to us. We want to wish you the best of Merry Christmases and blah, 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 or holidays.
0: Well, I've never really thought about it from the businesses, all right? But from you personally, I expect a text message. From my uncle, I get a text message. From my cousin, yeah. I get a text message. But from the business, yeah, there's sometimes I like the card, all right? But here's what I don't like. A lot of people are using this, and I know we a lot of people in our network are using this. Uh, what is it? Uh, you know, send out cards and one of the other ones, services that are out there, right? Yeah. And they're sending cards with brownies let me tell you ladies and gentlemen if you're listening great concept i love it i appreciate it don't send me the freaking brownies because i throw them in the trash every time don't send me chocolate chip cookies because i throw them in the trash every time send me a starbucks card i will use that you know that to me that that would be more meaningful the other thing i hate in the cards. And this, again, this is the send out cards, people. And I'm not picking on send out cards. I'm just picking on the concept. Don't take my face picture off of Facebook and put it on a card and not have it in an envelope. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Somebody did this. They sent me a postcard. The postcard had my face on it, it through the mail. What? What? put in an envelope people oh my gosh that frustrates me all right some people are not thinking about that all right yes the card the card is meaningful if you get a card and i don't have any here right now um because i kind of don't keep them anymore
1: i I have one. one i have one
0: do you show me yours yeah so that's a meaningful card right i have something sentimental on the inside of it um I do have one, but this is something different. This is uh, the my friend who passed away. This is from his wife. And this is a whole thank you thing about his memorial, right? That's a card she gave me, right? That's meaningful. It's inside an envelope, all right? The message is there for me, not yeah. for the world to see for me, right? Uh, and that's just, uh, that's just how I like it. Um, the concept of the postcards. All right, going through this this weird stuff of of you know what I mean. Let me take a picture off of social media, and I get it. What you're trying to do is build a relationship. It doesn't build a relationship with me. It makes it pisses me off.
1: Well, and I think in general, if you're going to be sending a card, you need to be in of the person you're sending that card to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 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 I agree with you. The brownies are nice, but after a while, when you've received so many brownies. Or if you've got diabetes or if you've got health issues or, I mean, you're not, you're going to throw them in the trash. So by thinking about the client and keeping that person in in mind and realizing, okay, I know they're not going to use this, so I'm going to send them this. Or I'm going to, I think if if you take the time to really look at what they're going to enjoy, like with you, you like coffee? So Starbucks card.
0: Oh, this is not a Starbucks. This is a. Actually, this was but something that way, came at, yeah, way, was given to Starbucks uh, from my from my uh, wife's company as a Thanksgiving thing, and I actually have it sitting on my desk that I'm probably going to give it to one of my clients or give it but to I'm one just of my. Saying, I
1: think if you're going to send these things out, you you. It's not just. It's not just a matter of sending out a blanket bunch of brownies. It's a matter of really showing your clients that you took the time. Yeah. And that you you really thought about them, not just here's a brownie, here's this, here's that, that you really thought about what they would enjoy based on your connection with them. Don't you agree?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: I think and that's why I thought that with the with the with the Christmas cards. If you're doing a personalized Christmas card, I personally think it would mean more by sending that to your client than just a bunch of brownies like we were talking about, but by personalizing it and making them realize, wow, this is handwritten. They took the time to write this out. Like you were talking on the show a couple days back. Yeah. He was Brendan Burchard or.
0: Uh, no, no, James Malincheck did it for me. It was a letter. It was a letter to me and it was enclosed in an envelope.
1: Exactly. And it meant a lot to you. Yeah. Because he's a busy guy and you know how much he has in regards to business and so forth. And he took the time to do that. And that meant that much more to you because of that. So I think, I think when you're thinking about the holidays this year for clients, especially it's a good thing to look at them in general and then send them something that's personalized instead of just a blank. Exactly.
0: Um, well, let me tell let me ask this. What are you, what, uh, you know, we're talking about this gifts and stuff for your, for your business. Um, what are things that you do for your community for your, from your business?
1: And well, you know, in, in reality, I'm kind of guilty. I haven't really sent a lot of stuff out, but this year I really would like to send out and I'm planning on sending personalized Christmas cards that just saying, I appreciate you. And that type of thing, I, I don't want to send them any, anything but that because i just want but here's part of it though too a lot of times when we're dealing with clients all we have is their email address their phone Mm -hmm. number and their name that's it we don't have a physical address so i think that's an important piece too that if you if you want to keep that going in that contact, you have to have that piece and sometimes they're willing to give it up and sometimes they're not so how do you deal with that too
0: so this is one of the things I like about Cartra is a lot of the times the stuff I get in Cartra it does have their um it does have their address in there. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I do. Which is Oh, so basically nice
1: because you can they have to fill all that out before when they they oh go Yeah, no,
0: it's, it's those people who are in, who are using the Cartra system. Like for instance, I I did this thing oh back in October for uh, this guy in Tennessee where basically, I included one of my stuff with a package he offered. So they've got to come to my site, but the only way they can get it is they have to fill out the shopping cart, right? And they have to put a credit card in, even though it's not being charged, they have to do this in order to authenticity to get it, right? I won't allow them to get it without that. Here's the catch I found is those people who go to the site, but don't sign up for it. If they're in Cartridge system, I get their name, their phone number, their address, their email address. It's because they're already in Cartridge system. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that, but like, that's one of the pluses to that. It gives me information in case I wanted to agree. go. Okay, I can put a whole list of people together and send out this whole uh send. I would send a, and I would not email them because it would consider they would think of it as spam. But if I sent a general mailing to those people about something I'm doing, hey, uh, you know what I mean? You know, I, I heard you're in business. Not sure, you know what I mean? So it would be a general ties mailing. That shows up at their door um, about my business. That's one way to get addresses. I know. Um, I think Casey Everhart does something about trying to get people's birthday, and then he does something for their birthday. Yeah. So anyway. But,
1: but I mean, uh, and and like I said, it's it's sometimes it's a hard it's hard to do because a lot of people don't want to give that information up.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the ways that that um, one of the ways that I meant that in is. I, uh, I look at my community as far as I go to Starbucks, the same Starbucks every morning, right? How many times, you know what I mean? How many times do I go out to eat to the same place? How many times do I, you know, I I go to the same grocery store, Uh, Starbucks, I have a habit of putting, I I take, I literally get out of my bank account cash every year and give them a large cash, um, a large cash tip every year for Christmas, because I go there every, every day. And why not give them something extra at Christmas? Yeah. Um, but like the interesting things, like the restaurants I go to, when I go to them at Christmas time, if I'm seeing the same server throughout the year, I may be there ten times throughout the year. Christmas time, I give her extra. So the tip may be twenty dollars. Instead, I'm giving the tip fifty dollars because of the fact that it's her Christmas time. I'm giving her extra tips. So that's things I do for the help my community and the fact that I'm in business. Why? Not because I want to brag, hey, I gave $50 for a tip. No, I'm a business person and I want them to know that I think about them. What they need right now is maybe extra money for presents. Mm -hmm. And then when they are successful, they're going to go, wait a minute, I want to start a blog. And they find out that Tim can help them with a blog or this other guy, Joe, that's in there can help them with a blog that comes in. Tim gives them a $50 tip for Christmas every year. Joe he bitches every time that he wants something all right and uh, and gives a $2 tip. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to go? Well, let me go te- check out Tim. Yep. That's why. And they
1: remember, they do. They yeah. they definitely remember that.
0: That's business gifting in a yeah. way that benefits you in the future. Yeah. But I agree. also uh, what if one of their brothers or sisters needs needs your services? In your case, their brother needs a website. They don't need one. But the, the brother needs a website and they just they stop because they, they're so thankful for the, the, the thing, the, the the tip. And they have a conversation with you. Well, so what is it that you do, Katrina? Well, I build websites for entrepreneurs. Yeah. <gasps> My brother's needing a website right now. Can I get your information? Again, versus Tim comes and gives him no tip and can build a website for him. Who are they going to yeah. choose? They're going to choose yeah. Katrina. because Trina Treated them better with gifting.
1: I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I think too a good way to gift things to your clients is um, giving them not more more uh, bells and whistles, more value in regards to some of your services. And sometimes you can discount something once a year, like and keeping to that, so that only your clients get this particular discount on this service once a year. I have a couple clients that do that, and their clients look forward to that particular discount once a year because they know it comes around the same time and and that's another way of building loyalty for your clients as well I think is showing them that you appreciate them because I it's much harder and I think people sometimes don't think about this it's much harder to get new clients than it is to keep the ones you already have it is much harder. But if you look at it too, even with retail, retail works really hard in bringing in new clients as opposed to flourishing the clients they currently have, especially with Verizon and AT&T and the the phone. They say, hey, we've got this deal, brand new, we'll do this. But when you're a client that's already current and you call them and try and get the same deal, oh no, no, that's just for people that are just starting. So sorry.
0: Well, no, I mean, some of the things that, like I do, like I was doing this, uh, I think I did this in my newsletter last week where I talked about the idea of, 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 you know, sales. All right. I don't, I don't run like a sale for this, a sale for that. No, I, I speak at events where I give deals to get into my base level stuff, but my programs that I have, all right. My, like my inner circle, I only offer that at a discount in November and May every year. Yeah that's when I have an event. I don't run, uh, I don't run a sale for that. Instead of running a sale, I run people like, you know what I mean? On, on, you know, the bargain of the month or something like that, which is the package. I create a package every month and offer the package and that's it.
1: Yeah. But well, I mean, I, I, and I just think it's a good opportunity though, mm-hmm. that you're telling your clients that you appreciate their loyalty. And, and I, and one of the things I do too, is I, I try my best to give more to my clients in regards to more value. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm just as guilty as the next person. I give away a lot more than probably I should, but Mm -hmm. they're my clients. They've been coming to me and, and they have a choice. They can go to someone else. So to me, it's worth it. And that's, and it depends on, you know, the time and effort you put into it and so forth. But still I think it's a way to show your clients that, you appreciate them and you appreciate their loyalty as opposed to, yeah, I'll just get another client. Thanks. But yeah, it is what it is.
0: It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I know you had in there too, though, about, you know, you know, giving the, the, you know, the discounts. And I always thought about that. Do I want to give discounts or do I want to give gifts? I would rather give a bonus than a discount.
1: A bonus. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. More value based on what you've got and you mm-hmm. give them a bonus of something that nobody else is going to get because they're a client.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good opportunity too, to show that appreciation of the loyalty.
0: Yeah. No. All right. So what else you got? Anything?
1: Well, I have my website tip of the
0: week. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to do tips. Uh but then again, we're just gonna we're, we're yeah, we're gonna get in we're gonna get into our, our 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 back into our phase as we we work through this. So yeah, you kind of had a tip for the week. I didn't so so we'll
1: my tip of the week is um when you're putting content together, you always want to do it with your client or your target audience hat on in mind and making them realize that. When you're writing this content, don't do your acronyms. Don't do your industry terms because nine times out of ten, they're not going to know or it's going to go over their head. Yeah. You want it to be simple for them to read. You want it to be in concise with what they want to hear. And you want to really make that it. it's almost like a preacher if you think about it when they're up there and they're talking and then all of a sudden you say, Oh my God, is he talking to me? Did, did, how did he know I'm going through that? How did she know I'm going through that? That's, that's really when you have got that magic sauce going on your website is when you're starting to write to your target audience and they're sitting there going, Oh my God, this is exactly what I need to hear. This is that. I got to sign up. I, I got to get this person. I got, this is perfect. That's when you've really met the magical content is what I call on your website is when that target audience calls you up and says, how did you know I was going through this? I was reading your website and I couldn't believe that this came up. It's exactly what I needed. That's the magic of the content. And that's what you need to be putting on your website and not, it's not always easy to do, but that's the magic.
0: That's I mean they're. yeah there they're there's always uh, uh, great in, in connecting with them on on their language and their level, you know. That's it's not not necessarily, you know, trying to get everything out there to sound important. You no, know it isn't no so.
1: and you don't want to go into um how wonderful you are and so on and so forth. You want to talk about how you're gonna help them and and we've talked exactly, you know, we've talked about that.
0: Look at me.
1: Yes. I've got this. I've got that. I went to school and now I have this and I have, nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. What they care about is how you're going to help them. What are you going to help them and, and solve or whatever the case may be? How are you going to help them? They don't care about you. They care about themselves. And that's what you need to put across as well. It's how much you care about them
0: as opposed to you. They're just like you. They're selfish.
1: (laughs) Nice, nice.
0: Hey, uh, sorry. I just, nice. It's a practical, truthful way to say that.
1: Well, I, I, it is. I mean, because when you think about it, people, their main concern is themselves. And if you're constantly touting about you and how much you've got and what you've done and how you've helped this person and that, they don't care. They want to know how you can help them right so. now.
0: Uh, I had this, uh, when I first moved to Dallas, there's this gay couple that I knew, uh, uh, Leland and Ben, and they're great. I mean, they were great friends of mine. I was really close to him for a long time, and Ben was great. I loved Ben because here's what, we're, 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 we're sitting t- talking at dinner one night, and Ben just interrupts the conversation. He goes, hold on, hold on hold, wait, 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 wait. Why are we not on the subject that we started on? And everybody's <laughs> like, what subject? He goes, me. <laughs> you we're talking about me. <laughs> <I> love it, <him. laughs> He was so awesome like that. You know? <laughs> What's that have to do with the subject? Well, what was the subject, Ben? Me.
1: <laughs> well, if you admit it, we're all a little bit selfish. I mean, we all... It's human nature, right? Yeah. And as long as we are... As long as we're writing our content to that, that's the magic
0: sauce. Wow. Magic sauce.
1: Magic sauce. <laughs>
0: Is that our hashtag of the week? Magic sauce.
1: Magic sauce. Well, you know, your Monday night, you could do the magic drink.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Um, we, uh, yeah. Not to, not to intermix my podcasts at all, but my, <laughs> yeah, I had this thing for Thanksgiving week. We had to make our own drinks, and I come up with the winner that I had to make at my Thanksgiving Day party here at my house over and over for everybody because they seen me make it on the, on the podcast. Hmm. What was that? Uh maple bourbon old fashioned.
1: Maple bourbon old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Does it go down smooth?
0: Oh yeah. What was the <laughs> hashtag I just said we were gonna do?
1: Uh, <laughs> magic sauce? Was
0: it magic sauce? Magic sauce. All right. The magic sauce. Yep.
1: That's yeah, the I, gotta, hashtag. I gotta I gotta
0: create it and put it up there. Magic, magic sauce.
1: sauce. It's the magic sauce. Just like the gifts and Christmas and, and all of that. It's the magic sauce. What's that magic sauce to keep those clients coming?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No.
1: Right. toe. Yeah. Anyway. All
0: right. Anyway, anything else you want to close on this week?
1: No, just, I just want to wish everybody, I know Thanksgiving came and went, so to speak, and I'm hoping everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I stuffed my stomach with poultry. <laughs> Just like I'm sure everybody else did.
0: <laughs> I had me some turkey, some turkey. duck, yeah, Well some stuffing. Yeah, some unfortunately, cranberry when sauce.
1: we got here, the turkeys were gone because they were sold out. So we had chicken, but it was still poultry.
0: <laughs> you see, though, all right. Uh, in your travels, had you picked up a turkey in Arizona, it would have been thawed by the time you got there to New Mexico. <laughs>
1: I tried to get to Arizona as quickly as possible. The traffic there was horrendous. (laughs) Both through, uh, what was it? We went through Phoenix and Tucson.
0: Okay. I would not have gone through Phoenix. There's now a loop on the south side of Phoenix called the 202. And you take that loop and go and bypass the city. Ah,
1: good point.
0: And that's been created since the last, I mean, it was under construction last time I was there. All right. And it's finished now. So that would be one way to save money. Uh, save time coming through there. Yeah. Tucson. Oh my God. Tucson has always been a freaking, uh, a disaster zone trying to get through it because, but now that they, I know they've fixed that highway up a little bit better. Um, but you get South of Tucson. All right. If traffic's coming high heavy out of, out of Tucson or into Tucson, that's just, it's a, it's a bad area, but one, like as soon as it opens up, it opens up. Yeah, um, I, I've learned with, with Tucson when I was coming into Tucson, like I used to leave Las Cruces on my trips at seven in the morning. So I like would be through Tucson by lunch. Well, right.
1: unfortunately we left at seven in the morning on the California side and we were in Tucson right at prime time.
0: See, I would have planned to, that's that. See, that's where you plan the trip out is, is knowing about your length is I would have gotten a hotel on the north side of Tucson. Right. And then got up at six in the morning and left. You wouldn't have to deal with any traffic getting out of Tucson.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to get there.
0: Again, <laughs> yeah, I I, you if you'd asked me the time zones to travel on that highway, I would have told you.
1: I just wanted to how get how to there. avoid
0: traffic on I ten.
1: Yeah. Just wanted and to get this there. is coming
0: from a guy who has done I ten from Daytona Beach all the way to Los Angeles at least five times.
1: I hate the ten, but that oh, was no. his greatest shot.
0: Uh, no, no. I love the ten. It's the sections of the ten that I don't like. Yeah. All right, you take I-10 from I-20 in Texas, all right, through to Houston, it sucks. Don't want to do it. You got on the other side of Houston going through Beaumont and then going into Louisiana. All right, Yeah, kind of cool, right? I-10 through um, West Texas, not in El Paso, but then you get into New Mexico and through till you get to Tucson, beautiful. Yeah, All right. that's true. Yeah.
1: Very I-10 true. I-10 from
0: Tucson to, to Phoenix, Hot on a motorcycle,
1: very, very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forty. Fun, fun, fun.
0: Yeah, I forty though, because that's what I took when I drove Craig's here. I forty. Like, as soon as you pick up I forty in California, the only down spot you got going on I forty across it is Albuquerque.
1: Oh yeah, it's
0: the only downside. Oh, yeah. And literally, I was going through Albuquerque. And I uh, we have a, we have a mutual friend you and I have uh, Merv that lived up there and Merv and, and actually um, TK I texted up there too huh TK yeah TK as well I texted Merv and said you know like I said I'm coming through I'm driving Craig's car to to, to to Texas I'm coming through you want to have coffee while I'm coming through town and literally he picked up his phone and figured it out as I was coming through town and I basically had to do a U turn real quick and go back and meet him at a Starbucks <laughs> um, but I, like I was like. Like when he texted me, I was, I was like in, in, uh, um, Albuquerque.
1: Yeah.
0: No. But the towns I stayed in on that trip there was, uh, because I, I planned the day out was, and I think this is what Tony did on hers, the same thing, because she asked me and I told her the towns to stay in was, um, in Arizona, the top of Arizona there. What is it? Um, uh, what's the, the mountain town? I can't think of it. On
1: Sedona?
0: No, no, north of Sedona. Oh, I don't know. Right on I-40, all right. It's just below, like, you know, you're running just below the Grand Canyon, but there's the one kind of major town. It's not really a major town, all right. It's kind of a small town, small city in, in Arizona. Um, and then the next thing was, that was the first place I stayed. Um, and then the second one was Amarillo, Texas, because from there to Amarillo, Texas is a good one-day drive in the car. All right. On a motorcycle, it's a long day. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, but I'll look it up real quick and tell you because I can just like, you know, I have this great thing on my maps.
1: <laughs> it's called the Internet. <laughs> Google and all that.
0: Uh Flagstaff.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Flagstaff. A beautiful enough, little we th- town.
1: We were thinking of possibly moving to Flagstaff yeah. up front when we were looking places to go and so forth and you know
0: you know who lived in flagstaff huh. the guy frank who did he passed away a lot during the pandemic uh frank who did uh, um wish uh our make a wish foundation
1: oh
0: you, you know who i'm talking about yeah because everybody in the he became very known in the speaking industry the last couple of years because you know yeah, he lived up, in, yeah. up there in flagstaff
1: yeah flagstaff was one of those that we were possibly thinking of doing
0: i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind having a place in flagstaff just saying Mm
1: -hmm. it was nice but Mm -hmm. ended up here in beautiful las cruces new mexico yep i'm 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 very grateful very grateful
0: cool well uh we will be back next week uh it will be the the 10th we'll be back with another episode all right and then um
1: moving forward
0: moving forward yeah (laughs) This is episode, by the way, this is episode number 20.
1: Ooh, baby.
0: We finally got 20 episodes in the books.
1: All right. All right. All right. All
0: right, everybody. Uh, Until next week, I am Tim Gillette. By the way, our our website, thebusinessgspot.com will be up soon. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Yep. Facebook.com slash businessgspot. Also, our YouTube channel is up. I will actually, I don't have a direct link to get there. All right. But uh, you want to find out more about Katrina? Here's her website.
1: KD website designs. Yeah, she's still Maybe doing websites. Idea. Yeah.
0: And um, mine, uh, this Saturday, I actually have an event, simpleeasyevents.com. This will be the last time we do a virtual event on Saturday. We're gonna move them to Fridays starting next year. So uh, which means one Friday a month, I will not be doing we will you and I will not be doing a podcast.
1: Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs>
0: We may no no. You know what we may do is we may well we can't because I'm be using uh, I'm using uh, um, Streamyard. It's like we well, probably record it and just put it out a different time at that time. Yeah.
1: There you go.
0: Yeah. Anyway. But in the meantime, right. guys, uh, we will be back next week.
1: Thanks for watching in. Yep. Later. Bye.